You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. In this episode, we're talking about what rates might look like in 2024. The different types of income you can receive. And how your income factors into getting a mortgage. We had our Mortgage Professionals Canada conference just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, Benjamin Tall, the chief economist for the yeah. Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce, CIBC, mm-hmm. he spoke. And he says that he thinks that the Bank of Canada is going to start softening the rates June, July of 2024. So we'll see if Benjamin Tall is correct. Let's just mark, mark, mark our, mark our calendars here. It's November 2023. Yeah. Let's see what happens by... Let's go by the by July 2024. We'll see what happens. It's interesting because uh, on my regular talk show on uh, City News 95.7, of course, I had uh, I have uh, one in particular who's a strong proponent of raising interest rates as as being the, the really one of the key ways to curb inflation. Mm-hmm. But then I had Jim Stanford on, who's an economist, and he he was more is more center left, and he suggests that it's a it, it's too heavy of a tool that has hurt a lot of people. I think so. And the challenge is with the Bank of Canada, and we're not going to dive too deep into it this no, show because no. we're focusing That's on financial right. literacy. That's right. But it is a piece of financial literacy, and I think yes. you know it's good for people to understand what's going on. Uh, it takes a long time for an increase that the Bank of Canada does to actually have an impact on inflation. So it takes four, six, uh, eight, 12 months for us to really see the impacts of an increase in the interest rate. So that being said, I think they overreached. You're talking the Bank of Canada. The Bank of Canada. Yeah, yeah. And we will see what's coming in the next weeks and months. But I am cautiously optimistic that 2024, by the midway through the year, we're going to start seeing some softening of the rates, mm-hmm. but I think that being said, we will likely be probably in a full-fledged in, uh, like recession. By okay, then. and one of the nice things about it being Financial Literacy Month is that we're going to have you on uh, for uh, a number of times, including two live shows, Yeah, so in which we will take calls. For sure. So if anybody's yeah. curious, they can listen to us on City News mm-hmm. on November 16th and November 30th. We're right. going to take calls live on the air. 12 till 1. 12 to 1, yeah. and we're actually going to have a couple guests on as well. So I think it's going to be a really fun show. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do it live. Normally, if you're listening to us, Mortgage 101, we pre-record it. Yeah. It's on once a month. We still love giving lots of information, but we can't take calls mm-hmm. uh, just so the way that this format works. But we're going to be doing it November 16th. That'll be exciting so because when you look back to when we this all started... You and I, on it was my, always on a my live weekend show. show, it was a live show. It was always a live show. And we, we took always calls. Love, we always love taking calls. Yeah, so. people love to call. Yeah, they certainly do. So I think yeah. we're going to get a lot of calls, talk because it's been a couple of years, really, since we've done that at, in that type of form. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, income, obviously, is a huge component. Uh, look, when it comes to uh, your finances, <laughs> it starts with income, right? Let's call it what it is. If you don't have income, right. you probably have problems. You, well, you don't have any, in, you have no finances. In, in some cases, yes. 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 Or in many cases. There's always <laughs> going to be lots of income. And, and, and Todd, one thing that you wanted me to talk about was yeah. what are the different types of income? Yeah, because there are lots there of There are so many. Yeah. I can probably, I'm going to start listing them and I'm going to miss them. So let, this is going to be my rider that I'm going to state all kinds of different types of income, but there's going to be more. Okay. There's always more. All right. Fair okay. enough. Let me just like loosen up here a little bit. All right. Loosen up. I'm going to do the same thing. Stretch. Yep. Here we go. So right. uh, one of the big ones, obviously, if you're on a salary. Yes. Or if you're an hourly employee. Let me ask you this. Sorry to interrupt you. I would assume that salary would be the most common form of income you come across. I would say it's the most common. Yes. Salary or hourly. Those are probably the two most common types. If you're hourly, either you're full-time or you're part-time. If you're full-time, either you're guaranteed hours or you're not. Mm -hmm. 
anytime that someone's hourly, we normally ask for a two-year average unless there really is a strong guarantee. Mm-hmm. So we'd average two years of someone's T4s. Mm-hmm. We typically would get their employer-issued T4s. Not necessarily the T4s that are you download from the CRA website, but the ones that your employer gives you because it has yeah. all the good information on there that we need. Yeah. And we typically would also ask for a pay stub. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sour, salary, 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 <laughs> or hourly. You're making up words. I know. I'm just like it's hard to get That's it awesome. out now. I don't That's know. Awesome. There you go. Um. So there's also self-employed. Yes, that's got to be the comp, more of the comp, one of the more. Complex I would say that things. that is certainly very complex, and yeah. we'll we'll talk about that one at the end. Yeah. Uh, there's pension income. Yes, which is uh, Obvi- uh, very yeah, common as very, well. Yeah, so it yeah. could be an employer's pension. It could be CVP. It could be OAS. You'd see a lot of that here, I would think, a in lot. government town. Yeah. A lot, yeah. a lot, a lot, yep. Yeah. Um, there's also child tax benefit that mm-hmm. can be used as income. Yep. There is spousal support. Let, let me ask you on the child tax benefit as income, though. That that would You would have to be cognizant of the ages of the kids. Correct. Typically, be, the rule of thumb yeah. is like the kids need to be 13 years old or less. Or less. Otherwise, you can Like can't 12 really, or less is usually. Right. Otherwise, they'll age out. They'll age out, yeah. yeah, yeah. We could also use uh, spousal support. Yes, and that also could age out. That could age out as well. So we yeah. need to see how long is that going to be indefinite or and, is it only and, for And has that been consistent as well? Yeah. So that's yeah. another thing we look at. So we'd either get a court order or a separation agreement, but oftentimes we want the bank statements to see if you're actually yeah, getting the paying money. paying it. Yeah. Also child support. Yeah. That can also be used yeah. as income. Yeah. Again, just like child tax benefit, we want to know what the age of the kids yeah, are. that's right. And that you're actually getting the money. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you know, and, and with self-employment, we'll, ju- we'll kind of circle back here. There's so many different types. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the main types of self self-employment is a sole proprietor. It's very, very common. Mm-hmm. You know, you are you just set up a shingle. It could even be under your own name, and you do any type of business. It could be a professional service. You could be mowing lawns. You could be a contractor, and 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 a, a sole proprietor would be someone that claims all the income basically through. It could still be a business account, but through yeah. their own name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then there could be a partnership. So it's a similar to a sole proprietor, but it's maybe a couple people together. Then there would be a corporation. And from a corporation, you would typically get paid either a T4, so similar to a salary, yes, yeah. or hourly, yeah. okay? Or you're going to get a dividend, or you're going to get both, mm-hmm. okay? Typically, when we have a self-employed individual, and if we're going to go to a bank lender, we would do a two-year average of their income. Mm-hmm. So it's a two-year average of your sole proprietor income, or a two-year average of your T4 income, or a two-year average of your dividend income. Or a combination of that. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a consistent combination, so T4 to T4, dividend to dividend, sole proprietor to sole proprietor, we would need an exception. Mm -hmm. Or, fun fact, the government of Canada wants lenders to be more flexible with people who are self-employed. As you know, more and more Canadians are becoming self-employed every day. Mm -hmm. So let's say, Todd, you are working in the trades. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you're a carpenter. And you've worked for a carpenter uh, for, you know, 10 years for a contracting company. And then you go and you become self-employed. Lenders typically will allow us to average your previous employment as long as we can prove that you're making consistent income mm-hmm. in a similar type of level mm. with your self-employment. Right. So maybe you're only self-employed six months or 12 months mm-hmm. or 18 months and you don't have a good two-year average. Mm-hmm we can sometimes get an exception if you've been in that same, you know, same trade, same industry, mm-hmm. and the income has been consistent previously. 
All right. So the most, uh, I, I, I guess, the, the cleanest uh, when you're going to a lender, would or the be, easiest, or the easiest would be obviously the, the the salary, or the working for somebody, basically. Getting getting any type of income where you're getting deductions at source yeah. is typically the easiest. Right. Yeah. I find the clients that you know, find us the most rewarding and that we're able to help them the most are the people that are self-employed because I can tell you so many self-employed people mm-hmm. have either had challenges or have been turned down by a lender and they're kind of gun shy. They're like, oh, we don't like the banks. Right. Yeah. The banks have done me wrong in the past mm-hmm. and, you know, they need that financial advice. But those I find are more interesting. There's always a story. Yes, there's more documentation, but oftentimes we can really help them. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a borrower recently and there was a loan that was given out to self-employed people called SIBA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This was a loan that the government gave out with the banks. We actually did a refinance on his home to pull mm-hmm. some equity out mm-hmm. to pay down pay his SIBA loan. loan. Nice. nice. So, so yeah. happy. That's just one yeah. little tidbit. Yeah. And we were able to help him. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.